Lord. Thank you for your love and kindness. Thank you for keeping us to see another Thursday, even in the month of February. Father, we say, may your name be highly exalted in the name of Jesus. We thank you because you are a gracious God. Lord, we are here before you this evening. Lord, we pray to your God that you meet us at the point of our need in the name of Jesus. We pray to your God that if we've come to seek you, Lord, that you, God, you yourself, we minister to us in the name of Jesus. In every area that our life needs you, Lord, we pray that you minister to us in the name of Jesus. Over every infirmity, over every problem, over every finances, over every worry in our hearts, that you, God, we minister to us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray to you, God, that the end of today's service will have cause to testify of your own name. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seats before God. I welcome every one of us to the presence of God this evening. And I pray that the God that we've come to seek will answer for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Psalm chapter 121 Psalm chapter 121 I will read the line 1 and the line 2 of it from here and we go into the word of God I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from where cometh my help and the line 2 my head cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. Praise the Lord. Uh, this evening we'll be looking at the topic, in your hope, blessed situation, there is still hope in God. No matter how hopeless your situation may be, there is still hope in God. That Psalm 121 where we've read made us to understand that he, the man have lifted up his eyes onto plenty hills, plenty uncles, plenty brothers, plenty sisters, plenty friends, cousins, nephews, and even some directors in his office. But one day he remembered that he would lift his eyes onto the hills. And he asked, where cometh my help? And he answered, my help cometh from the Lord. In every hopeless situation, there is still hope for you in God. Many find themselves in the, in the situation that are, that are absolutely hopeless or impossible. But which makes many to give up to death. Many have given up the ghosts today, not because that the problem they find themselves is bigger than them, but because they lose hope that they can ever come out of that situation. Because they lost hope that they can ever find a way out. Many have even committed suicide because of one problem or the other. We've heard about the story of some young people that commit suicide 
maybe because they failed YEC or they failed JAM or they jammed or the university refused to give them admission. We've learned about the story of some women that commit suicide, maybe because of their husband, the issue they have in their marriage. We've learned about the story of some men that later discovered that their wife has given back to children for them, but the children did not belong to them. We've learned about the story of so many that because of debt and because of shame, to avoid shame, they committed suicide. But giving up to death is not the way out for to for our hopelessness. And that is not the last bus stop to every problem. Though they may die, but yet what lives after them? What lives after them? Impossibility without possi possibility is one thing that we know as hopelessness impossibility without possibility when one finds himself in a situation that seems so that seems difficult or seems impossible some people will say today i know that this is an end to it no hopelessness situation without great hope in it there is no hopelessness situation or hopeless situation without great hope in it. And immediately you find yourself in God, there is still hope for you. The book of Job made us to understand that there is still hope for a tree that is being caught down. That when the root spots water, it will sprout up again. And no problem that cannot be solved. There is no problem that cannot be solved. That's why the Bible made us to understand that with God, all things are possible. But with man, it may seem to be impossible. But what, are, what does it mean to be hopeless? Up to be hopeless means impossible to solve or analyze. When things are impossible to solve, or analyze. Maybe, for instance, let's use a student as an example. Maybe a mathematics teacher gives you a formula to solve your mathematical uh, assignment or your mathematics assignment, and you're finding it difficult to arrive at the answer that you suppose. That means you are, that is not the end because there is still a formula that will give you the right answer to that mathematics. The same thing, the problem of our life, or the challenges that we are passing through. What does it mean to be hopeless? On a being that is unable to function with skills or ability. Unable to function with skills or ability. Every man is being created divinely by God. And every man is being created with one skill or one ability. But your weakness doesn't determine that you are hopeless. Your weakness doesn't determine that life has come to an end for you. Because in our hopelessness, there is still hope in God. Praise the Lord. Now, what does it mean to be hopeless? Having or of offering or suffering from no hope. Having or suffering from what no hope. 
when man is suffering from lack of hope, lack of hope, it means to be hopeless. But I will give you some steps today that guarantee or that assures you that in your hopeless situation, there are still hope for you in God. To be hopeless is when one has no ability to what or he or she needs to do at a point. When one has no ability to achieve what he ought to achieve, it means to be hopeless. But I want you to know one thing today, that your failure is not the final, and your success is not the last point of attaining your success. You still have more success to gain. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. The book of Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8 from verse 43. You can read for us if you find it. Luke chapter 8 from verse 43. And a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years, which had spent all her living upon the dishes, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the corner of his garment, and immediately an issue of blood stage. Proceeds to 48. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all the night, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude trumped thee and praised thee, and saved thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hide, she came trembling and falling down before him. the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible made us to understand in that passage that wo about the woman with the issue of blood for complete good 12 years. And the verse 43 of that chapter said, and a woman having an issue of blood 12 years, which has spent all her living upon physician, neither could be healed of many. She has spent all her living to the extent that she has nothing to give to the physician again. She has lost hope that something can even be done about her case again. She made attempts to try and seek Jesus and she find hope in God. That's what I've come to tell you this evening. That no matter your case, no matter the conclusions of the enemy, over that your problem, no matter what they've said, that you will never attain or achieve. Maybe they've talked to you or they confirm it that, that your infirmity has no solution. Maybe they've given you instance, instances of people that the same problem have affected, that they never got free or delivered from it. But I've come with this good news to you, that in Jesus and in God, there is still hope for you. And I pray that this night you will find hope in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Number two, 
The book of John chapter 5 from verse 1 to 15 talks about the man at the pool of Bethesda. The man at the pool of Bethesda. This man has been there for 38 years. And if you begin to read that from verse from verse 1 to 15, you see that the Bible talks about the man having answering Jesus. He said, I have nobody, I have no helper, nobody will help me, nobody will push me in. Even when the angel come to steer the water, but Jesus locating even at the point that he is hopeless, and they find hope in God. He I find hope in God. He find hope in God. That is to tell you that no matter the years, the numbers of years you have spent in your situation, there is still hope for you in God. I decree and I declare tonight, I don't know the numbers of years you have spent in that your trouble or in that your problem or under that spell or under that causes. Today, heaven liberates you in the name of Jesus. The book of 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 7 to 16 talked about the woman, the widow of Zarephath. The brother, brother talked about the widow of Zarephath. The Bible made us to understand that after the brooks of Kerit dried, God commanded Elijah. He said, go now to Zarephath. I'll prepare the widow there that will take care of you. And remember the Bible made us to understand that immediately Elijah got to the city gate. He met with a woman there. And the woman picking a stick. And Elijah said, woman, fetch me some water to drink. And as the woman turned her back to move to go and fetch the water, Elijah demanded for a master. He said, I'm full of a He said, give me a master to eat. And the woman said, what I have in my house is just an armful of flour and a jar and a little jar of oil. And the Elijah told the woman, he said, and the woman's response to Elijah, he said, as the Lord your God liveth, I am, this is what I and my son are waiting to prepare to eat and die. Because they are at the point of hopelessness in the midst of famine. Nobody to supply them food, nowhere to farm, nothing, even no rain to even make the plant grow. There is no place for irrigation. Every water, rivers, and brooks is dried up in the midst of hopelessness. And God spoke the word of the Lord through the mouth of Elijah. And he said to the woman that from today, that your cruise of flyer, flower, flowers will never run down all your jar of oil. Run out of oil. And that word being established because there is hope. The woman finds hope in God. Even in a hopeless situation, I pray for you today. At that point that you've looked back, you looked front, and you find nobody to help you. Today, heaven will respond to you in the name of Jesus. Another one is the book of Second Kings, chapter number four, from verse one to seven, talks about the woman, the widow of the wife of the son of prophet. And the woman ran to Elisha and said, Man of God. That is the book of 2 Kings, chapter number 4, from verse 1 to 7. He said, Man of God. He said, Look, the creditors are here to take away my son. Let me not deceive you. 
Even those people that come to pick her sons for sleep, they've lost hope that she can ever pay the debt, that she can never come out of it again. And who owns the debt is her husband that borrowed money to do some things, but they died at the point. But they've come to pick her children for slavery, but she ran to the man of God because there is hope, even in hopelessness, there is still hope for you in God. I pray for somebody who can shout better amen tonight. I said at every point that you are about to put to shame, today ever rise for you in the name of Jesus. This woman was about to be put to shame. And at the point that she has nobody to rescue her, I believe she has gone to many places to borrow, to even borrow money to pay the debt. But nobody, people would, did not respond to even borrow her. Maybe she has even gone to bank, even some microfinances, but they refuse to borrow that money because they know that she has no ability to pay. Maybe she, have, she don't even have collateral to pay. She has no land, she landed document, she has no property, any property to pay. She don't have a car. That's why she said, oh, now, my last hope is in the, my, the, the boss where my husband has served before. Let me run to the man of God. Even she's not expecting what she got. But I decree today, at the point that people are about to mock you, I said, heaven we answer for you in the name of Jesus. Because she find hope in God, even in a hopeless situation, even in a hopeless situation. Another one is in First Chronicle chapter four and verse nine to ten. It talks about Jabez and Jabez. The Bible made us understand that Jabez was honorable, even more than his brethren. And Jabez prayed and called upon the God of Israel. He said, "If thou wilt bless me and take away." my pain and enlarge my coast. Oh my God. I don't know what you're passing through. Uh, the Bible made us to understand uh, that there is still hope. No matter how your foundational causes are powerful. No matter how your ancestral causes are stronger. No matter the idol of the household where you come from. There is still hope for you in Christ. I don't know maybe prophets and prophetess have prophesied into your life and they've spoken to you that until that demons almost that in your father's house died before you receive your liberation. But I've come to give you this good news tonight because Jesus said all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. I said today you are liberated from that causes in the name of Jesus. Jabez was born as a cursed child, but he find hope in the God of Israel. He find hope in the God of Israel, even in his hopeless situation. Maybe Jabez have been struggling all this while, seeking for job, seeking for money to start businesses, borrowing money here and they couldn't pay. Maybe he don't even have a house to live. Maybe he don't even have clothes to wear. Maybe he don't even have shoes to, to, to put on. Maybe he's unable to get married. Maybe he has gotten married or unable to train his children. But he find hope in God. And I decree to your life today, no matter who has cost you, because whosoever God has blessed, no man can cost. I decree the blessings of the Lord upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And those cost 
curses they are wiped away in the name of Jesus. Another one is the man Naaman. Naaman in Second Kings chapter number five. Naaman was a general, a general of God, a man that would have won several battles, a man that have conquered even nations, but yet he has something in his life that makes him to be hopeless, to live among his equal. Remember the Bible said, if a man is diligent in his work, he will sit among great men, even great men of honor, among princes, but yet he is diligent or he was diligent in his job but yet he couldn't sit at his proper position where he ought to be he couldn't sit with the king he's living in exile as a rejected person but remember the word of the lord came to pass in his life he said now i will decree a thing and it shall be established and that thing shall spring up new thing and it spring up new thing in his life he find oh through, through that little girl that was a maid in, a, in his home, through, through his wife, he said, come, my master, if I could tell my master this, if he can take this decision and take this step and go to the land of Israel to locate the prophet. But remember when he got there, even what he met through the prophet, he was still hopeless and said, me? To go to River Jordan to go and swim or to go and take my bath seven times. Remember, even at the point of taking his bath, he was still hopeless. But because of the little encouragement he got, he find hope in God. And the Bible records it in that passage that his body become a new, like the body of a newborn baby. I pray for you. What the word, that stigma, the word I've known you with. Today, the God of this commission wipe it away in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I don't want to know how long it has been today, but I decree by the anointing and the power of God, I say today you see the number in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And I bring it to conclusion before we pray. Let's turn our Bible to Psalm 71. Psalm 71. Psalm 71. In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape, to escape. Incline, incline thy ear unto me and save me. For thou but thou, my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually restore, thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hands of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel men, for thou at my own, O Lord God, thou art my trust from my youth. Remember, he said, hope in our hopelessness, there is still hope in God. No matter the battle that is surrounding you, no matter how strong your enemy may be, no matter how strong that household enemy is, maybe no matter how that strong that rival in your workplace may be, no matter how strong that your tenant is trying to confront you spiritually or physically, but today I have a list of everything.
moment to God, there is still hope in God. I pray for one today that every point of our life we get to hope of in God will speak for us in the name of Jesus. I said, hope in God will speak for us in the name of Jesus. I want you to rise up on your feet and begin to tell God that God, I have run to you today. I have discovered my hope is in you. Lord, locate me, even at the point of my need. Locate me, even at the point of my need. Locate me, even at the point of my need. 